The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Welcome back to the Brandon Peters Show. Again, closing a week of the summer of 93 at 30. It's the summer of 93 at 30. Today, we'll be talking about PM Dawn's looking through patient eyes with one of my favorite dudes on the planet, Mr. David Banks. Oh, thank you. You're one of my favorites, too. All right. Hello, world. (laughs) Hello, world. See, I said world this time. I remember a few weeks ago where... I didn't know you went international now. There we go. The there. world. The world the knows world. you. All right. So, David, uh, this week on the show, we talked these movies. If you have any quick thoughts of them, you can proudly share them. Uh, Guilty as Sin, uh, Life with Mikey, The Music of Chance, and Nothing But a Man, which was a re-release in Chicago of a 1964 movie. Who was in... What, what was the first one you said? Guilty as Sin. Who was in that one? I believe that's a Don Johnson, Rebecca De Mornay uh, movie. Um, and it was, I think it was Sidney Lumet directed it. Uh, yeah, Sidney Lumet directed it. Larry Cohn wrote it, wrote it. It's Don Johnson and Rebecca De Mornay. And John Johnson's this guy who is accused of killing his wife. And he goes to Rebecca De Mornay to be his defense attorney. And then he's like, and then she realizes like, oh shit, he did it. And he's like, yeah, but you still got to defend me. And he like stalks her everywhere and shit. I think I remember that. <laughs> it I, is I, corny. It's, I think I remember that. That, gotcha. that sounds so familiar. It's been a while, but I, I do think I've seen that. Gotcha. Um, music of Chance. Like, yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say, Music of Chance was a cool movie. Um this little one, it's the first half's better than the second, but it, it had a uh, Dave James Spader in like a pretty interesting role where he's not like unrecognizable, but he's got he's got a he's very into his part. And um, Mandy Patinkin about two mm-hmm. guys who uh, gamble at these rich dudes' house and can't pay up and uh, have to sit and like help build a like cottage or something or brick or stone wall or something around the house for him to pay him back it's interesting um and life with mikey yep who who was in that michael one? j fox that's that's who i thought it was okay yeah yep. yeah i remember seeing that as a kid yeah. in good old 1993 uh, Lord have mercy. nothing but a man cool movie it's a it's a it's a black film from 1964 that Aaron and I and Scott had never seen and stuff, and it was re-released in Chicago for that weekend. Uh, but it's kind of about it's about this guy who's like he's like kind of divorced from his wife, or he is divorced from wife. He doesn't have custody. Custody. And his wife's kind of like a junkie, and he's dating this. He's going to date this woman who's got this really religious father, and um, doesn't like him because he's a guy who stands up like keeps standing up for himself rather than just going with the flow and a lot of these people are like just do what these people you know just 
make things easier by, you know, just kind of doing what, you know, going with the flow of things. Don't tell people what you think or whatever. And he mm-hmm. just keeps doing that and stuff. And in this, of course, you know, this uh, small, you know, rednecky town trying to do that. And he keeps losing jobs and stuff by doing it. But it's a, it's a really good film. And you can find it on, um, well, it's, what streaming service was it's like one of my like awesome discoveries from from doing this was is it on amazon or tubi yeah it's on uh man uh yeah 1968 is on well it's currently on flicks oh it's on youtube like there it's just sitting there on youtube for free so um yeah it's cool movie um and uh someone else i think yafet kodo shows up in it really quickly um, I think it was yeah. It's like his first film. Oh, really? Um, yeah. He just shows up uh short um quickly at the beginning. Um, let me see. Uh, well, yeah. Now you said nineteen sixty. Yeah, yeah. Fat Cotto. It's like yeah, one of his first films. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, cool movie. Uh, definitely recommend. It's one of my yeah. During these things, there's always these movies I'd never heard of or never got to yeah, see, yeah. and there's discoveries, and that's a. I, I we do re-releases because, and that one, we've been having to go through like. There's a lot of movies released in like one theater or one to three that were like, eh. but if it's something interesting, I've I've included it, and that one caught my interest, and glad it paid off. I was like, okay, that was that was a really good one. So. You know, that's a great thing about one of the great things about the streaming services now. They have so many of them, mm-hmm. but on a few of them, they have these obscure films yep. that general public either forgot or they've never heard of before. Tubi and, and, Ca- Tubi and Canopy of like my faves. Like Canopy's the library one, and they have like a really good selection. You get 10 free rentals a month with your library card. Really? And then Tubi, of course, just yeah. has so much stuff. Um, Tubi has, oh my, my God, man, you can spend just hours just searching, mm-hmm. just looking. Right. You know? And of the paid ones, HBO Max has a great library too of stuff. Oh, that's, that's my favorite. A lot of people yeah. don't mention HBO Max, but it's, I so love good. HBO. I mean, I mean, dollar for dollar, I think mm-hmm. that's the best for me. It is. It's because they've, yeah, they've got a good, ver- I mean, you get the HBO shows, which is yeah, yeah. awesome. But then you got like just this vault of like good classic stuff from all eras and then new stuff. It's, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, it is. It's been good stuff. Uh, Looking Through Patient Eyes. It's our one we're talking about today from PM Dawn. It's the second single from their sophomore album. It, 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 Hold with me on this title. The Bliss Album, dot, dot, yep. dot, parentheses, vibrations of love and anger and the ponderance of life and existence. Uh, the lead single was I Die Without You, which was featured on the Boomerang soundtrack, which is a, both uh, a movie and a soundtrack you and I enjoy, David. Love I, it. I remember. Uh, love it. That music video is uh, just kind of clips from the movie and them singing. I checked it out. Um, the other mm. singles they have from this album, uh, the third single was More Than Likely, which is a duet with Boy George. Talk about obscure. That's, yeah. That, that, that's a strange pairing right there. Yeah. But if you if, if you look at PM Dawn and yep. you look at Boy George, you're like, okay. Yeah, it works. Yeah, uh, it. Not a bad song. Uh and then they did a cover of the Beatles' Norwegian Wood, This Bird Has Flown, for their final uh, single. This is their third and final hit on the Billboard Hot 100, peaking at number six. Uh, this is their only number one song in Canada. Uh, the song features Kathy Dennis on backing vocals and samples George Michael's father figure. 
Which that's the thing with PM John, the the other one, Set Adrift, uh, that was their big hit from their first album. That was based off Spandu Ballet's True. Everybody's heard that one, but like they're like sampling stuff like not like old, old. Like they're sampling stuff that's still kind of public conscience. I mean, yeah, father figure. That wasn't. It's like it's late eighties, and this is night. Yeah. This got to be like five, six years. But I mean, like it's still probably playing on the radio. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of recent. They were doing that. It kind of feels like a, a I don't want to say cheap, but a way to have like a hook that people are already into. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the 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 album, not for this song, but their album was involved in a sampling lawsuit. For the song So On and So On, six years later in 1999, but they won the lawsuit because uh, the the people that were sampling said something about the liner notes didn't make it clear and people might get confused and there was like no confusion. It looked like it one comes six years later and two like it looked like someone desperately trying to cling on to some royalties because they weren't getting yeah. them anymore or something like that. But um. PM Dawn, they're labeled as, uh, at the time, they were labeled pop rap or hip hop pop. And uh, yeah, it's a very, their style is very speak singy, like kind of like a poetry yeah. read. But that was yeah, like this yeah. PM Dawn style. So um, this song and PM Dawn, David, were you familiar with the song? I, I wasn't familiar with the song. I was familiar with PM Dawn. And as, because I think the first, song that I've ever heard was on the Boomerang soundtrack mm-hmm. and um, I really loved it watching this video when I listened to this song it reminded me especially the video if it, rem- it had a Prince-esque type of vibe for me yeah yeah like, yeah it was like if Prince started off maybe in hip-hop in a way th- okay he would be PM Dawn yeah you know and PM Dawn was a nice little mixture of the soft R&B vibe along with the hip-hop vibe kind of brought it together in a way, in a very eclectic way. Yeah. And and it was, I know a lot of women who loved PM Dawn. Oh, that's who they were singing to. They were like, oh, yeah. Oh, like, and oh, dudes who was... just like want to chill jam in the car. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. Were, yeah. This was a woman's delight. You know, yep. they would they would put on PM Dawn and just it was it, it, now I guess you can uh, um, compare it to, you know, if you just want to get a massage yeah. or, or, did you, or take a nice long bath or something with candles. Do you remember when they did the when around 99 when they were doing the 2000, they were doing all the Millennium like collect, uh, like compilation albums. And then yeah. PM Dawn made Millennium hip hop hits. Now, Set Adrift made hip-hop hits i'm pretty sure but it had like sir mix a lot on it around the yeah. way around the way girls stuff like that but i brought pm don made that pm don PM, like, yes there's like 18 songs and pm don was deemed like you are one of the worthy uh millennium hip-hop hits album <laughs> so. yeah if you if you look at the era of of music in particular during this time you had it was two of, of r&b i'm gonna say you had yeah. two different sides of the spectrum on one side in this era, you had your groups like the soft harmonizing quartets, like Boys to Men. Yep. Uh, Shy. Um, oh, Shy. Forgot about yeah. Yeah, you and High Five, give give or take. On the other side, you had the highly sexualized groups, Jodeci, Silk, mm-hmm. per se. Right in the middle there, that kind of blended in was PM Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that you had PM Dawn had always something for the fellas. You always had something for the ladies. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't too overly sexualized, and but it had that nice harmonizing vibe for it. You know, with a little hip hop flavor to it. Well, it's crazy to me, like, because when I first started, like, when I was writing out my scripts and stuff for episode one of this series, and I was looking at the top ten, "Freak Me" by Silk is number one to start this off, and. If it had a better video, it had been included in the video series, but it just yeah. is like, I was like, there's nothing here. But like, I'm just thinking, like, I remember that song. Like, I liked that song back then, but man, when my parents were in the car or something that came out, I was like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't listen to it. But, like, I'm a but big- I, and I noticed, like, the cool thing about like, Casey Kasem going from the 82 series to the 93 one, man, it is so infused with R&B. Like, it's crazy. Like, rap's, like, entering here and there, but, like, it's... Yeah. People were wanting, like, it was very R&B focused. Um, it was, the, the, especially the early to mid 90s was very R&B yeah. centric, man. Yeah. You had all these groups and all these um, um, solo singers. And uh, yeah. I don't know if I can say his name, but Robert Kelly came out. Yeah, that I mean, time. he existed. He has stuff he, yeah. on the record, but like it. Yeah, he's gross. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, but he was there. Uh, mm. Um you know, as I mentioned, Boys to Men. I think this was the year. Boys Barry, they, really they were going to start taking the world by storm. Like, yeah. Yeah. With uh, End of the Road. Yeah. Um, Isn't it crazy to think how big Boys to Men was at their time in the apex in the 90s? Oh, my God. And now they play casinos. Like, <laughs> how did that fucking happen? Like, oh, they could have sold man. out, like, Wembley State. Like, they were huge. And it's like, now they're, like, playing at the, like, local casino tour circuit it's like it's sad if you, th- like, if you think about it i don't even think this has been done since now i mean you can probably correct me if i'm wrong boys to men uh with their first was well, not their first single but with end of the road broke elvis presley's record if i'm not mistaken for there's 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 a beatles and elvis presley records being broken during like this summer so like janet uh Close almost almost hits a Beatles record, and one record, and then she breaks another. But yeah, there's Elvis and Beatles records starting to get touched. But I, it was I, I want to say it was an Elvis song that stayed number one on the charts for like thirteen, fourteen, mm-hmm. some odd weeks. Yeah. Um. Actually, now I think about it, it was probably Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You" that broke that. But I think "Boys to Men" in the road broke that. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say that they came back the following album, with, uh, which just blew everybody away too, with "I'll Make Love to You." Yep, and that and that topped that record. Yeah. And then they went ahead and did a duet, or I won't say a duet, but a compilation with Mariah Carey, yep. which broke that one fine day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were hot. Yeah, they yeah. were hot. They Mariah were Carey fire. big too. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey big. Huge. Yeah, like oh, it's insane. Uh, this time PM Dawn. Yeah, they they were huge during this time for a little moment. It's like they're kind of like a little moment, but I think they had a nice little because they're on the decline. Five, right? Yeah, five year run. I think they yeah. came out in eighty eight. I want to say yeah. I think it was eighty eight somewhere mm-hmm. on there. I'd say that yeah. But I, 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 I always looked at PM Dawn as like the black hippies. Like they, 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 <laughs> yeah. they, they were so, they were so different. The, yeah. the, the look, the presentation was so different mm-hmm. from what was out there, but you couldn't deny the music. No. Uh, and you know what? I'm watching this video um, and then listening to the music. I'm like, I can't help but think 
the weekend was a huge PM Don fan. Like Oh, his yeah, yeah. sound, Influences, and then yeah. and then I watched the concert that was on HBO Max. He had a couple months ago, and like, there's live aspects of there's aspects of his live show in this music video, like straight up really? in here. The women with the the women with the veil, like singing and stuff, and then there's some like set details. That I'm like, yeah, he 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 like PM Don. He PM Don so far gone. His audience has no idea PM Don existed. But like, I feel like that's a strong influence on him. He's got a lot of others. Like, you can't just say he just knocked off PM Don. But I'm like, he definitely has to be a PM Don fan. Like, yeah, he, he, now were you listening to PM Don? It just, it, it, I, I, I wasn't like lit. No, I, I, I liked Set Adrift on the radio. That was about it. This yeah. one, I, I, I remembered like when I saw the title and I was doing I'm like the hell song was that and then i heard it, i'm like ah, okay i remember this one i remember mm-hmm. this one yep i didn't put the father figure connection together till no. till now but like i was like okay i was like i did remember this song i don't remember the video but set to me pm don's just right to set adrift and then i <laughs> and then yeah. the one from uh the boomerang soundtrack of course um, yeah, 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 yeah. But this one was like, okay, it took me like I didn't know it right away, but once i heard this i was like, all right, i know. But other songs kind of have this like homogenous nature to them too like mm-hmm. it's like you know what they do so yeah 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 i like i remember like i said before i remember pm dies it was just never on my cassette tape yeah and and i was the one in in, in and i don't know if you did this but i remember i was the one that recorded songs from the radio yep on a cassette tape. and you get mad when the dj came in too too early yeah! Or he talked. He talked until the singing started. Like, dude, sh- ah, like, dude. And then you had to press stop, and then you had to re- <laughs> rewind, and then wait for the song to come back on. It's like Jesus Christ. We had to work for our music. Okay, we just didn't have to put a right. press a button on a phone, right? To, to to get it. Now we had to seriously work for our shit. Okay. Yep. If we if we couldn't buy cassette tapes or I think that's when CDs first came out or whatever. Yeah, yeah this was around the time where CDs were getting popular. Like when yeah. when when it wasn't just like a rich person's like device yeah. in the home, it was starting to become more common. Yeah, and the CDs was coming in like in the long sleeves. Basically. Oh yeah, the the because yeah it would like because that's what they put cassettes in that shit too. Yeah, back in the day yeah. it was like real tall. Yeah. And like it was mostly empty box. Like there was yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They came in those and cassettes would come in them too. Cassettes of their own, like, like why are we doing this? Why are yeah, we doing I re- this? I, I remember going in the Target and just seeing like the long sleeves and all it did just had like this little disc at the bottom and yeah. And everything. Yeah. I, although I could never afford a CD. So that's why I was like trying to record stuff off the radio, you know? Yeah. But, no, I would. And, yeah, that's I would I still have my mixtape off the radio that I would Do listen you? to. Yeah, well, that's I awesome. don't still have. No, I mean, I even though I had oh, a CD, play, I had a CD player at the time, but yeah. I would I would and then I like friends I would borrow, you know, you'd borrow their CD and record it cuz I had like a boombox that had the CD player yeah. and then you, you could record the cassette um after but like yeah, the, I still record off the radio and that yeah, those DJs they piss me off like damn it. But I, I would say with <laughs> I'm done with set adrift. Like every, it's a weird situation where I like that song, but like it just made me want to listen to like True by Spandu Ballet. I'm like, which, which <laughs> I think I think it's a better song, 
but like I was like I just kind of want to listen to the OG song of it not <laughs> dude I think I honestly believe listening to PM Dawn recently they were way ahead of their time oh yeah yeah way ahead of their time yep and I believe they can fit now if they if PM Dawn came out now yeah. they would probably sell millions yeah, millions of records. I mean, mixing it with the hip hop and R and B. I mean, look at look what Drake is doing now. Right, I mean, he does the same thing. Bruno Mars, he does the same thing. Yeah, they, they were, would they, sell millions right now. They had a thing, and I think at the time, like their thing just couldn't. La- I think they went. I think a lot of their choices were probably hearing, just hearing the handful. Because I went on a little PM Dawn rabbit hole today, prepping yeah. for this, just to listen to a bunch of other things. Um, because you can't really do much with Paperboy, which is another one we recorded in this session. But <laughs> I was listening, and I was like, they kind of played it safe every time they they went out for an yeah. album. So it was yeah. like, it sounds like the previous album, but like kind of different. So they were kind of, they just kind of seemed kind of safe, and they didn't seem like, or yeah. they didn't know where to go with their music <laughs> that wasn't gonna alienate their audience. They had, which they're, I mean, they were making big hits. But yeah. this was this was apparently the decline was after this. So yeah, PM PM Don was tailor made for like the radio show, The Quiet Storm. Right. You know, the, the you know yeah. the, the show that would come on just play smooth at night, just play yep. smooth R and B music throughout the night. You know. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We were listening to the Quiet Radio tonight. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> got another one this from PM Don coming up here. This is the quiet storm. Yeah, the storm. Uh, Ladies, this, this is for you. Yeah. So, so like this video, um, they're like in like a church thing. Uh, there's they're on the beach, and there's you can't really in a veil. It. It's just, it's yeah, just you can't, you can't that really looks cool. It. You're gonna stand in this place. There's, I, I did notice like there's a lot of close-ups of everyone who's singing in this, and everyone's mm-hmm. eyes have some sort of like. Like one guy, he's got the guy. The main guy, he's got his like his braids or whatever, his bangs are over his yeah. eyes. The woman's got the veil over her veil. face, and the other yeah. guy's got the shades, and yeah. then another guy's got a hood. So there's always there's something about someone's got some thematic device making this video about <laughs> eyes. Um, the guy who directed it, his name's Albert Watson, and he did videos uh, for Charday. He did three of them. He did Feel No Pain, Kiss of Life, and Cherish the Day. He did uh, one video for Sophie B. Hawkins uh, for the song Right Beside You. The interesting fact about this guy, he did still photography for the movie Flashdance, and, and it was pictures that were displayed in the background of scenes in Flashdance. So if you saw really? like a still photography in the background of Flashdance... The guy who directed this PM Dawn video had taken the photo he did and that. put it in there. Yeah, a guy in 1983. So this is like 10 years before this. He was uh, having his still photography photos put in, put in Adrian Lynn's flash dance with Jessica P- or Jennifer Beals. Um, that so, makes me want to go back and try to watch that. I just watched Flashdance oh, like you? a week, two weeks ago, because I had to review the 4K, which I I, I argue Flashdance is much better than anybody gives it credit because it is, it is the 80s answer to Saturday Night Fever in its own My way, God. and and I think it's great. Like I really, I genuinely I, enjoy Flashdance. I'm with you, brother. I love like, Flashdance. It's I, an inspiring movie. It's, I mean, it. Yeah, there's a lot. There's tough choices to be made in it, 
personal choice. Like I think it like everybody's just like, ha, ah, maniac, and yeah, oh, what yeah, a feeling. Yeah. And the, the water comes down, and it's just her working really hard. I'm like, no, there's there's some good fucking and there's some really good character stuff that is surprising that you don't feel like you would see in an '80s movie. Like there's a there's a scene where she's out with the boss that she's dating from work and some girl he used to see or something comes over and tries to pull this whole like oh look at me bullshit and she's like what do you think little girl whatever she's like and she or she said something about like i she tells her i like oh i fucked his brains out i was like oh it's like oh shit you wouldn't expect to see you think yeah. she'd try and be a nice girl but no does this girl straight to her face oh i fucked his brains out what are you gonna do about it like i was like see, i was I respect the fact that you're breaking it down like that. Yeah. So, you know, but me, I fell in love with Jessica Biel. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, what a, and, and my gal, my gal, my 80s gal, Cynthia Rhodes is in there. She's only in a few movies. She married, she went and married uh, Richard Marks and then like stopped acting. But she was in mm-hmm. uh, Staying Alive, uh, Flashdance, uh, Dirty Dancing. There's one other movie she was in. But she was... Yeah, She's Jessica Bill was the end all be all for a minute there for me. Yep. Like, She's quite good in the movie. That. Like, yeah, it's it's a movie. It's one of those movies that people think they've seen because of the pop culture imprint it has. And it's so much better. Like, you know, like people are like, oh, yeah, I know Jaws. Oh, you don't know. You didn't see it. Uh, I don't rock. You're like, no, watch the fucking movie. You know the yeah. moments that you've seen, but you and you think you've seen it, but you have not seen uh, the, the movie. It's so much better than that. But yeah, so. Um, but PM Don, you get what you pay for here. Uh, so. I didn't want to. Did, did one of them die, or, is I, or uh, did I get that? I don't. Or pass away. Uh, I don't want to say die. Excuse me, American. Uh, so yeah, uh, looks like. Let's see. Um, Prince B died from a renal disease in 2016. Caused by okay. complications of diabetes. At diabetes. Age 46. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Um I thought I thought I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah, they uh they made they made five albums. Mm-hmm. Uh and their last album was called Fucked Music. <laughs> uh apropos. Yeah, like I mentioned their title. So like their first album is called Of the Heart of the Soul and Of the Cross, colon, The Utopian Experience. This one had that really long title. I'm not going to say again. Third album, Jesus Wept. And then fourth album, Dearest Christian, I'm so very sorry for bringing you here, Love Dad. Okay. So they had some fun Black with Black Hippies, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Black Hippies, dude. I'm telling you. That's... that's, that's... I mean, but going back, I, I I think they just lost out on the evolution of yep. the music genre. Right. You know, it kind of passed them by, unfortunately, because they, they put out good music. Yeah. But it, it's just during that time period, everybody was just moving on to something else. Right. Like, you know, you know, we talked about on the the last episode I was on, you know, the SWVs and I, Escape. A lot of you know, yeah. people forget about Escape and then Jodeci and then Voice of Man so, and so there's a, there There's a, I think at the time people were hungry for something with energy and their music doesn't yeah. have that kind of, because even like the R&B has like a knock down the door, punch you in the face call. Like Janet's got stuff that's punching you in the face. Oh my They're God. They're all like hitting you, like the, the gangster raps hitting your face. The grunge yeah. is hitting you in the face. Yeah. Like that's. 
that's where people are, are leaning to. It's, I mean, even go to country. Garth Brooks is pounded down. Yeah, he was, so, he was huge at this time. Yeah. I think people were just craving some type of energy. Um, even not like the 80s didn't have energy, but this was kind of a, a raw, like, genuine energy not a manufactured energy that all these musics were all this music was bringing and they were just kind of like hey guys yeah yeah you know i mean i mean we we talked about you know music videos i i like to look at this time period as the golden age of mtv yeah 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 this is yeah and and they had videos pretty much around the clock i think i think the only reality show at this time was the real world that they had i could Mm -hmm. be wrong but i mean this was pre-trl and that's for, uh, Beavis and Butthead, uh, Liquid Television, probably around at this time. Okay. Uh, remote Control. Was Remote Control around? I would so. say Remote Control. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, I would say, I think a real world is, at this, yeah, 1992 was the first real world. Yeah. So um, you have the... 93 would have been Los Angeles. Yeah. Real world Los Angeles. The cowboy guy. Yeah, Beavis and uh, Butthead. Yeah, Beavis and yeah. Butthead debuted in 1993. Um, yeah, this is uh, Remote Control was. I don't know if that was still on, but was singled. This might have been singled out. Singled out. Okay. Singled out. Okay. Oh, that comes out two years later. So okay. But we're in that period where MTV is going to start cranking out shows. Um, I mean. I, th- I think I think I'm pretty sure during this time period. Dead at 21 uh, is the next year when they tried to make that sci-fi teen drama. Dead at 21. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So yeah. that that's the next year. So they're starting to like invest in programming that isn't music videos. But I remember this time period and for MTV in particular because they had Yo MTV right. They had like Headbangers Ball, mm-hmm. Yo MTV Raps with Fat Five Freddy and then Doctor Dre and Lover. Ben Stiller show's going yeah, on. Yeah, Ben Stiller show, yep. yeah. And a new show had premiered, I want to say it was this year, could have been the following year, MTV Jams with Bill Bellamy, yep. mm-hmm. which was hot. That yeah. show was hot when it was on fire. And that 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 was pretty much like the precursor to TRL, if you will. Yeah. Total Reclare Live all the kids who are listening was like what is trl you know and they had uh i mean also they had alternative nation headbangers yes. Ball, uh yo mtv Ricky ratman i'd never forget that guy yeah um i think you know it single out might have been on this time but the le- the lip sync show might have been going on that they had what was that called lip sync show they had a lip sync show with uh so um before Singled out came out. Chris Hardwick hosted like a lip sync show. I would God damn, Chris Hardwick's been around for a long time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I can't remember what that was, but it was like a yeah, it was a lip sync show, and I can't remember. What Did you? It's funny because me and a buddy of mine, we always talk about this. Now, you're probably a couple years younger than me, so I don't know if you watched it at this time, but when MTV had their spring breaks, do you remember how crazy oh, spring yeah. breaks were? Yeah, lip service, that's what it was called. Lip Sorry. service, okay. Lip service, yeah. But uh, I, I do remember lip service, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that spring break. Yeah, they just be at like pools and like, hi, I'm a VJ and look what yeah, all this. Yeah, just had all these hot girls just dancing around like go go. Oh, it was Jay girls. Moore hosted it. I'm sorry, it was not Jay Moore. Jay Moore hosted. Okay, it. 
Okay. Who was recently okay. in the movie Air. He is. Oh yeah, he is in that. Have yeah. you seen that one? Yeah. Is it? You liked it? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, it's quite. It's, okay. it's really good. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. So so MTV Jams. I know they played a lot of the the army, So mm. they would have played the PM Dons and and Boys to Men and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. Janet Jackson. Yep. So forth and so forth, which was my favorite at the time. God damn, I love Janet Jackson. But as I mentioned before, PM Dawn just doesn't get the credit that they deserve yeah. for bridging hip hop and R&B with their own eccentric labor. You know, I, I, I want people to go out and listen to them, you know, just nice, cool ride on a spring night, you know, just when right. it's down. Right. That, 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 that's PM Dawn right there. Yes, for sure. All right. We'll take it out with that. Um, Nice, cool ride out. Uh, David, thank you for being part of Summer of 93 at 30. Your stint here is up. Um, so once again, let people know where they keep up with you. What you got going on here? Well, um, you can look me up on Facebook, uh, David Banks, of course. Um, Instagram, uh, you can look me up there at AquariusMade80. Um, also, I am going to get back into the podcasting world. I'm developing two new shows of mine. I'm doing it all myself. So I'm taking my time, being patient with this. Um, one of them, I can say, is, is very near and dear to my heart, uh, very personal. Uh, the other one I'm doing for fun over a subject that I'm very knowledgeable that I like to think I'm very knowledgeable about. So um, hopefully I can tell more as the weeks and the months go on and Everything I look like, everything like that. But I'm looking forward to doing that. Excellent. Looking forward to seeing what it is. All right. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, written work at WiseOfBlue.com. Uh, Monday, Scott, Aaron, and I will be. Looks like we're discussing. Oh, it's the Jurassic Park week uh, where we will, are discussing Jurassic Park, but we're also discussing three smaller films uh, of varying degrees uh, Orlando, which has Tilda Swinton. Uh, Equinox with the Matthew Modine film and Romper Stomper, which was the breakout of Russell Crowe. Um, that and some movie with dinosaurs that people went and saw by a direct the director of uh, Hook. So, uh, Hook, yes. Yeah. So all that. I more wonder th- where he's at right now. Yeah, he's doing something. And then there will be a music video again on Friday. So uh, come back then. But until then, stay film positive. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. The Summer of and News Themes by Press Maxson. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.